time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 267. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. I'm sitting here in the palatial uh, Stephen Fennick Tech Guide Studio home theatre. Stephen, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to, I should say, welcome to you. You should, but welcome to the podcast. You're in my hood. But, yeah, great to be with you once again, Trevor. And, again, we're back together in person, in the flesh, for our listeners, I mean, we go out of our way to do this. We're going to hit. Yeah, I went out of my bloody way, didn't I? Um, <coughs> how was your How was your drive? Customs was it and immigration again. Yeah, of course you did. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll hit 90 percent this year. Well, we're very proud of that. I don't think anyone actually cares. We've not had any feedback. <laughs> well, I think well, we're all about quality, aren't we? We, are, we are. The reason we do this is let, let's let our listeners know it's because the podcast is a better quality, quality. time. Oh, quality! Oh, no, the fine. quality of the broadcast, so the audio quality, is a lot better. And we appreciate your rather feedback. rather than us down the line and and the mm. the lag in the in the line on Skype or whatever. Yeah. We go the extra mile. There's always lag with you, isn't there? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 267, thanks to Netgear. Let's talk tech. All right, let's go with a blanket conversation here because it's been a pretty busy week in streaming. Now, Telstra last Friday announced something that was available this week. Optus were pushed, frankly, by me to to announce something on Monday that, that is available now, and it's all about... Netflix, Dan, Presto, it's about streaming music, streaming. it's about streaming everything, right? So And everywhere as well. That's right. Yep. Now, Telstra's, Telstra did some research. They they looked at the research and went, radio, um, where are people streaming? And they found that, what about this, 20% of people uh, ignore their partner at night and choose to stream instead of cuddle, Yeah, uh, which so, is interesting, so, so what's streaming your, in bed. So what's your favourite show again? Yes, and I'll be watching Billions any day. Mander is season watch- two out yet? No, or- I think it's out very soon. Mander's Ooh. watching the Gilmore Girls. I'll I'll pop onto that now and then yeah, because that'll Laura be, my, that, my I'll Hollywood be, crush. I've been having trouble sleeping. I'll, I'll tune in. Yeah. Um, so nighttime, obviously, but they're talking about, and, and I think Presto talked about this first. We've got to give them credit. The um, the the commute. So Telstra's saying that we've basically got a, a new prime time, right? Yeah. So we've got our prime time at night, which is kind of six pm till eight or nine. Then they're saying that there's basically a new prime time for streaming services, which is, you know, when we're in transit, when we're travelling to and from work. Yep. And the idea that we are now watching TV shows, movies in that period of time is huge. So there's a couple of things they've done. Firstly, and we'll talk, so let's talk Telstra and then we'll talk Optus and then we'll talk broadly about the, the individuals. Yep. Telstra announced three months free access to stand Netflix and Presto to new and recontracting customers. Now, the thing about that is it's not Netflix, Stan, or Presto. It's Netflix, Stan, all and three. Presto. You all get three. all three yeah. of them. Yep. You get free access to their um, to them. You don't need a subscription fee, but you still need to use your Telstra data allowance to watch them. Yep. With Apple Music, they have offered 12 so, months subscriptions to Apple Music up until on now the for Telstra customers. So you're talking yes. mobile right now. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, and now you can stream Apple Music data-free, so mm-hmm. you, you no, no cost of data. Yep. That's a pretty big fundamental change in terms of um, mobile users 
accessing their streaming content mm-hmm. on the Telstra network. And frankly, it's kind of – it feels like a Vodafone announcement to me, right? It feels as strong in terms of what it's offering customers as what a challenger brand would be offering. Yeah, yeah. Telstra is the leader and they're offering that. But, well, what about what Telstra – like that the research they revealed, apart from the rooms where, where people stream, we'll talk about that in a minute, but what about the, the, the fact that almost two-thirds of their data over their fixed networks is – Streaming video, yeah, forty percent. It's incredible. So it's it's forty percent of data on their mobile network is video related. Sixty yeah. percent of their home broadband yeah. data is video is related. Streaming, yeah. Wow. So it's like so they'd be mad not to take advantage of that to encourage people to keep doing that. Yeah. Make make it easy for people to do that. And the the the, the fact that we were not we're mobile not only out and about, but also in our homes as well. So we're using, if someone, you know, you're always watching the Gilmore Girls on the main TV, you can be off on the tablet watching Billions or Narcos, whatever you want to watch. And, you know, the, the living area, like the bedroom, that surprised me, 60% of people stream mm. uh, in the bedroom. Um, and out in, you know, even out in their, outside their home, so in the garden or on their back deck. surprise you? Well, 60%, that's a, that's a lot of people yeah, streaming in the lot. bedroom. Like yeah. normally you do, you... You, I'd, I'd expect that that stat to be obviously the living room would be popular as well, but even places like the bathroom, twelve percent of people are streaming in the bathroom. They can't bear to be away from their program while they're having a shower or on the throne or whatever they're doing in the bathroom. I love the way you so, thought about uh, how you put that. Yeah. But it, it just it just is that's a typical snapshot of how entertainment has become, where we can literally watch anything anywhere yeah, almost anytime. and. And wherever we want to be, whether it's in the bathroom, in the kitchen, in the garden, in the bedroom, mm. and Telstra are naturally going to offer these services where the Gateway Max Two is going to help you have more consistent coverage around your home and be able to stream it in all those other areas as well. So the Telstra Gateway Max Two is is a new product that um, capitalises on the the four four G network. It's a four G router, is it? Now that the Gateway Max is a Wi Fi router, but mm. they do have a Another another product that uh, the frontier modem. That's it. Yeah. That but when people are waiting to connect their fixed line, it'll stick them on the four G network until that's completed. So oh, rather than so being stranded, yeah, they, they'll always have uptime, and then that modem then switches to to the fixed line modem. Is how mm. I understand it. Yeah, yeah very so, cool. So then, so then, it's a hybrid Optus mode. then come in now. You got to remember, Optus were already offering to prepaid customers free data. So no, no counting the limits when they're streaming iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, Pandora, and Spotify. So they've now brought that to postpaid customers, which is good. It's yep. kind of the weird catch up because normally it's the other way around. But critically, they've also created this ability for you to go data free, unmetered, essentially for streaming Netflix and Presto. Presto, Now, this works on the $100 and $120 plan. It's just free. Just knock yourselves out, stream away. On the lower plans, and these are their My Plan Pluses, you've got to be on these these particular plans, 40, 65, 85, I think it is. You you pay a fee, and that fee unlocks the unmetered access. So you pay $10. It's got to go through through their their mobile TV package on the the app on the phone so that you go through that app and then – you can then watch Netflix Presto data free. But you, you think about, for the, say you're on one of those lower plans, and you got to remember that every to, to get an extra one gig of data, it costs ten bucks. Ten bucks. So if you if you if a lot of your and I think the stat was that like something like like sixty percent or more of their mobile traffic is is uh, streaming video as well on the go. Hmm. So you think about how much data you're using because if you if you watched an hour 
of video a day for a month, that's 10 gig of yeah. data you're going to use. Mm. So if you, for 10 bucks, you're kind of going to get 10 Instead of paying 100 gig. bucks for 10 that's gig. That's right. So you're going to save 10 gig of data yeah. for 10 bucks, which plus, I think is a good deal. Plus, most people, if you, let's say you've got 3.5 gig on your plan. Yeah. And let's say you've been watching some standard Netflix, some standard uh, Presto. You've gone Netflix in a week. And Presto. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But let's say you've, you've been managing yourself. Yeah. Well, you pay the fee and you, let's say it was one gig of your 3.5 you were using is now allocated towards Netflix and, and Presto. You can, you've now got more data to do other things with Absolutely as well. Absolutely right. So you're actually well, buying a bit more data on your plan broadly. So say you're on that 3.5, even the one gig plan. Hmm. Like the, if you had a one gig plan, you wouldn't think, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to stream anything. It's going to, it's going to smash my data. No, that's right. But you pay 10 now, bucks. 10 bucks and go, and, go and nuts. You can, you can stream all the Spotify you like, watch yep. all the Netflix you like, and Presto still, you like. have, still have a, a gig of data to muck around on the internet and Up Facebook. Up your sleeve, that's right, to use on Facebook very, and, and Instagram. Very, and again, don't you surprised we haven't heard boo from Vodafone. Yeah. Well, I'm don't, actually don't, a bit worried about them. A, Voda, a Vodafone. Should we send a defibrillator? <laughs> but Voda have, the, the, I know they offer Spotify Yeah, all for they customers, do is offer subscriptions. But it's not data free though, is it? Nope. Okay. Well, balls, I mean? balls in their court. <clears throat> this is my point, right? And, yeah. and And they've actually kind of missed it because the publicity, the conversation around this has all been mm. this week. It's not going to be... We know how the we media works. You mentioned work. Virgin too. They've, they, do they have anything like this as well? Data free. Who cares? There's no. There's not going to be a second conversation about Vodafone in in a week. They're going to have to come out with something enormous yeah. for people to want to have a conversation about it. So I think this is a real shot across the bow from both Optus Absolutely. and Telstra at Vodafone. Or the way they could come out with with data free data across all plans. They kind of have to. Well, <laughs> but, well, well you, you but then at, what will that do to the network? What will that do to the speeds? What will exactly that do to the congestion? Right. We don't know. Yeah, that's exactly right. When you I unleash think. people, it's good, but yeah. does it create problems as well? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. But um, well, I, I agree with you, though. Vodafone, well, they've been busy making other announcements, though. They're, they're offering the, you know, the prepaid travel packs and all these other things. You know the the, the the make up your own prepaid plans. Yeah. So they've been kind of busy in that area. I think that that's kind of a, a pain point of a different kind for customers that they've addressed. This is uh, the the quality of your entertainment on the on it the train is the not quite. That, doesn't change the fact that both Telstra and Optus have realised that forty to sixty percent of their mobile traffic is video. Absolutely. So why not we free yeah. that up for people yep. by making it. Almost cost free. I agree with you. Uh, I'm a voter, we're both Vodafone customers, so come on, Voda. Let's go. Filthy. What, are you, what have you done for me lately? Um, come on. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't stream anything on my mobile. The only time I yeah. open up a TV app, so I, I did a bit of Olympics, so I'd pull over to watch Usain Bolt run. Um, I've, I've, you didn't pull over. I don't totally lie. Did. Don't Absolutely. lie. I did. Absolutely. The 100 or the 200? The 100 and the 200. Actually, okay. I watched them both. So on you, were the, driving, on the app. you were driving both yeah, times? Pretty much in the same place. You were a cab driver as well, eh? Yeah, exactly. I'll take it on some Uber because I'm struggling. <laughs> um, the, uh, that would be. How'd you get in an Uber and Chevrolet is the driver? Oh, wouldn't you freak out? Have, you know what you should do? We should do a two blokes Uber experience and we have a little GoPro set up and people will say, and they'll, they'll go, Who are you again? <laughs> yeah. go, oh, no, I'll, do, I'll do a podcast. Haven't you heard my great work on the podcast? Um, <laughs> that would be funny, not. I don't but know. but um, I forget what I'm saying now. But no, so I, and I've, I, now yeah, and then you, I'll you watch, watch this. this stream the Olympics now yeah. and then. I'll stream the Formula One if I'm on my way somewhere and or I'm at a pub or bloody well, on your way. At, on your way at one o'clock in the morning. No, the practice sessions are on at like oh, seven, eight, nine right, o'clock. Right, okay. And then right, sometimes right. I'll put Sky News on if there's something big happening. I'll just want yeah, to see what they're yeah, doing. Fair enough. That's the only streaming I do on my mobile. So yeah, but but granted though, you you drive around in luxury cars all the time. You don't. You're catching trains and buses are you so if you were in that situation and look 
I have. I'm a trains. man of the people, and I, I catch a lot of trains. Oh yeah. I Let's just... get your Opal card compared to my Opal card and see who's I've had the got, most usage. I've got a lot of not just train little pissy trips into the city. I'm talking proper trips. Radio. I haven't been, I haven't been to Walker Road late, lately no, on the train. I'm just saying. You no, know, no, I understand, but no, I, I catch. I, I I don't drive in the what city. What about us? I, I, Debating I, who's yeah. the most common. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I park my I park my you car. You park your, your little uh, cheaper. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Good on you. Fanfare of the yeah, common man. Okay, I, I do. Oh, I didn't put but, Rocky in last week. I didn't post edit it. Oh, damn. Anyway, doesn't matter. We'll do that next time. But um, bottom line is I have had a chance to observe passengers <laughs> on a train. That sounds even worse. <laughs> during, during peak hours. During I the- have observed <laughs> the people of Sydney and their public transport. No, I, I, I'd like no, you're to, right. They I'd like to see what people are doing. And like back bloody 20, boy, yeah. 20 years ago, mm. there'd be people that have a newspaper mm. or a book. But 2016, nearly everyone is looking at a device. And nearly everyone. There would be one odd one or two people reading an actual book. Or if they're not reading a book, they're it's reading a Kindle. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So there are so many people that are engaged in their devices because, you know, let's face it, the people have commutes for an hour, hour and a half because sometimes the, 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 that, that, that's two shows they could watch on the way in. All right, so Netflix, Stan and Presto. Netflix is number one. I don't think there's any doubt, but that's yeah. just a, a run-up What's start. You, what, what, what do you watch on Netflix? Well, let's give our listeners, what, what shows have you enjoyed on Netflix? Uh, have you have you seen no, many? I've watched any. No, I've, I've, watched I've any. Watched, My wife is currently watching Orange is the New Black. Oh, that's true. I've just finished, season, watched, I've just finished I the latest season of that. Oh, no, no. you got, you, you got to kind of get in at, at, no, the, no, no, at the start. Into it. Well, I've watched that, Orange is the New Black. Love it. Stranger Things, which I was this one show episode. set in the 80s. Brilliant. I watched the first episode. Loved it. Well, you mate, you need to get it. Check your pulse. Are you are you actually breathing? What's up with you? Check your pulse, will you? Um, Narcos season two has just arrived. I keep wanting to watch it, but that's all about yeah, Pablo Escobar. It's a great show. Uh, I'm also I also watched that show with Aziz Ansari, another comedian, master of none. Ladies and gentlemen, no idea how Stephen gets work done. (laughs) Master of None, very funny show. Master of None, yeah, it's called Master of of None. (laughs) I am, yes, King of the Castle. But that, I'm just sort of just sharing. My point is, my point is though, if I watch these only at home, if I'm on a train for an hour and a half or an hour, and mm. I, I can, I can easily, no, totally. I can easily watch a half. Like, these are 25 minute episodes. Some of totally. these shows, and you could share with the common people your recommendations. That's right. Yes, but no, I do so, observe so when Stan, I observe them. I stand um, billions got, since, since billions. Um, there was a couple others. I uh, watched, Breaking Bad. I, I watched the West Wing. The no, West Wing. That old show. Um, since those have finished, I haven't gone back there weekly, yeah. but I've been actually been watching. Yeah, and this, by the way, this is from a bloke who took forty years to watch Star Wars yeah, and forty years to watch Rocky as anyway, well. That's unforgivable. So what I've been watching is Mr. Robot season two on uh, Presto. Oh, you've seen season one already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh great. man, have you not Good. seen season one? Of course I have. Oh, okay. Hello, you're talking to me now. Jesus, of course I have. I nearly had a heart palpitation. No, I'm loving, loving, out on me. loving Mr. Robot. Anyway, so season two is very good. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: the Presto experience. Is not perfect. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting here. I was sitting at my desk at home. I've got the iPad there, and I want to airplay to my projector. Yeah, and it's just it's terrible. It doesn't work very well. It's it buggy. It's just not all. It's not as smooth as it is yeah. when I'm standing in Netflix. I've had the same experience. And, now, I, and I, are you? So what are you watching it? Are you streaming it off a, of a, a mobile device or off your computer? Off my iPad. Off an iPad. Okay. I've I've had experience. I, I watch it on my Mac, and. 
there are you have to download I think Silverlight. You know that that no, little that's Microsoft not app. Happen. Yeah, well, that that you go through like mine for some reason. I was trying to watch Mr. Robot, and it kept saying this is not available in your area. It had like a DRM issue. I'm thinking, what? I said, I'm in Australia. Give me a break. And <laughs> anyway, I had to get. I went through. Don't the, you know who I am? Went through the help desk and, and, and on the on the side, and I actually got it working. So, uh, so yeah. <clears throat> here's my challenge. Well, there was a story in the paper a couple of weeks ago about Seven West, who's one of the partners with Foxtel in Presto, yeah, yeah. Um, potentially, I'm, not, I'm just going to paraphrase, but potentially withdrawing their funding or, or getting out of the JV, they've kind of set a, a cap on, on what the money yeah. that's in there now and they may, be, they may be kind of burning through the money now. Right. The question is, where's Pestro, Presto? Is it, is it on the way out? Is it going to survive? Or will Foxtel, my, my guess is Foxtel won't let it die because that'll be no embarrassing way. for them. No way, can't do that. What they'll do is they'll pivot. They'll either rebrand it as just Foxtel anytime, which is their new kind of yeah. push for everything, or they'll... <clears throat> Move all of the Foxtel content into the Presto world, and so they'll use Presto as the established brand. Because I think that would be the smart thing to do. It has actually established. So what as a you brand. mean? So fo- like stuff that's aired already on Foxtel, yeah. then it's secondary turn, run turn, will be Presto. No, no, turn it into catch up and new run stuff. Just turn it into a combination. So anyone of- can do that. Yeah. So why would well, they get Foxtel then? Well, no, no, but not not all Foxtel content yeah. is going to be there, right? But they, they've got to find a way to. to Reiterate yeah. themselves and, and find a new way of kicking off, right? But let's be clear. Because I think you can watch Mr. Robot on Foxtel as Netflix well. Netflix is number one. Without Stan's number mile. two. Yeah. And it, if, even if it's a distant number two, it's also a distant number three. Yeah. And that's that's without I – I just don't have any hesitation in assuming that. Yes. Well, I think – no, I agree with you. Presto – they've got some good programs, though. They have got like, – Mr. Robot's on Presto. Mm. Uh, they've got a lot of really good show. I think Aquarius with um, David Duchovny is in on that as well. So a lot, lot of good content. But going back to the platform, if it's if it's the experience isn't delivering, Telstra mobile customers try all three of them for three months, yep. they're going to love the interface of Stan and Netflix, but yeah. they're probably going to be a bit disappointed in Presto. Maybe. We'd anyway, love to hear time your Time will tell Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag. Hit us up on Twitter at Trevor Long and at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, all this talk about streaming and enjoying content, it, it really has become, it's come to a point where there's never been more attention and, and more care given to creating a good Wi-Fi network at home. I'm sure we've both had questions about how do I make you know, range extenders and make it have a faster coverage because of all the streaming that people are doing in their homes. And uh, Netgear this week came out with a product that's just about to go on sale in the US and will be on sale here in Australia, I think, around November, December. And it's, uh, it's called the Orbi system. So this isn't just another modem router or a router that has lots of flashing lights and aggressive styling and antennas poking out of it. This is a system that actually they're, they're comprises of two devices. There's, there's the router that goes next to your existing modem, and then, then there's a satellite that goes towards the centre of your home to provide coverage up to like 450 square metres of coverage. I think it's 4,000 feet in, in, in the imperial measurements. But, but bottom line is it's going to cover not just your home, but every corner of your home, but your property as well. Because you think we're coming into summer now, people are going to Probably be streaming music. Well. <laughs> exactly right. But 
I think this is, a, a, and, and the design of it is, is, is quite eye-catching too. It looks nothing like a router. No, you've never seen it. It looks like, like a vase when you look at it. It looks like a cool, yeah. thin vase. It's like a curved design. Really, could, could you could sit that anywhere in any room in the home and it's like a, a decoration rather than a modem. No mm. flashing lights and cables poking out of it yeah. in all directions. I think it's a, it's a good move in, for Netgear to say, well, Here's a really easy solution. We're gonna. One of the biggest problems people have got is getting equal good coverage across the entire home. Tick that box. That's going to solve this problem for you as well. Mm. The beta testing of this has been apparently gone through the roof, and a lot of people saying that yes, it does exactly what it says. Really looking forward to getting this and trying so the, this for so ourselves. Let's explain. The difference here is <clears throat> normally if you want better Wi-Fi, you put a range extender in. The range extender creates kind of a second network that yeah. goes into the other end of the home. It works great. But it's a second network, and also it's it's another little box or a thing in the wall. Now, when I put a range extender in our house, Amanda lost her mind. Get rid of that bloody ugly thing. What are you doing, <laughs> right? No, because she doesn't want a thing, a router in the in the lounge room. Yeah. Which is why this is designed that way. It's designed so that it can sit on a side table, sit you know in, on a on a bookshelf, can sit anywhere as long as there's power. <clears throat> as you say, in the centre of the home. And what happens is it's tri-band. So you've got the three wireless bands, and it uses one of those bands to connect the satellite to the base, and then it uses the other two bands to push the, the Wi-Fi out, okay? So mm-hmm. you're basically creating a dual-band dual Wi-Fi network for the, for the home users, and the third band is for these two things to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe you can put for more of them out as yes, well. You so add, you yes, you can add satellites. Yes, you can. And what's interesting, though, and I've seen the packaging, though, like you can see the, what the packages look like in the US anyway. The packaging is not covered with... 802.11ac, tri-band. The, the, I think that's a smart approach because customers walk into a, into a store, like you walk into a JB and you see a wall of modem and mm. modems and routers. <laughs> They're all, all these terms are popping out. All people want to know is, is it fast? Is it easy to set up? And is it going to work straight away? Is yeah. it going to do, do what I need? And the critical thing is, and you and I would have had this conversation with a million listeners who say, my Wi-Fi is no good, I won't have to buy a whole new thing. No, 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 no. You don't have to change the modem. Mm. The modem, it, the it's internet fine. coming into your home is fine. It's the yeah. Wi-Fi that's bad. So yeah. keep the modem and buy this yes. and then plug this in. Now, it's going to be three ninety nine in the States. Now, yeah. using that as a guide, it should be around seven hundred here. Seven hundred ish. Yeah, yeah I think because, it'd be a bit more than that. Because yeah, you know, seven fifty would be. Because yeah, you got to remember that three nine nine doesn't include sales tax. Doesn't yeah. include so that'd be like four. But thirty seven. Here's, here's here. what I did. Here's what they need to take into account. Yeah. The Nighthawk X eight in America is three ninety nine here, yeah. six ninety nine. Yeah. So if there's a difference, it needs to be. Very obvious why. So seven forty nine would be an okay price. Seven ninety nine, I think, is. Pushing your life. I don't think it'll be that expensive. I'll probably be around just over seven hundred. I'd say, yeah. but um, you got to remember what you're getting though. You are getting a router mm. and a satellite, so you yeah. are you get, you're getting plenty yeah. of bang for your buck. Bloody oath. So I, I think that you know <clears throat> that, that's real. And, and as I said at the start of this segment, like people are paying so much attention to their Wi-Fi, and they're willing to spend the money to ensure they've got a great, stable, <clears throat> fast connection. So I think this is a great approach. A real. Uh, approachable product that's not shouting out at you all these stats and specs and stuff like that, but just says what it does. It can give you even fast Wi-Fi across your entire home. Orbi, O-R-B-I. It's kind of like the Arlo. Or- They've kind of broke, broken it out as a new brand, a new a new um, yes. range, you know, so, so it doesn't have to sound networky because it's netgear, you know? I'd call it Orbi <coughs> One Kenobi. Orbi oh, One. Dear Do you reckon? Yeah, mate. 
Don't call one of them Obi-Wan <laughs> and the other one Obi-Wan Kenobi. Haven't you seen what all my networks, what they're called I, do, I have, and it's yeah. a Look, little bit tragic. Have a read no, of my, no, my networks. I've seen your bloody networks, go. and it's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, grow up. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So PlayStation VR, I have said, and I think we both agree, is probably one of the best VR experiences available that doesn't require huge setup and all these crazy things that a thing like a HTC Vive does. Mm-hmm. It's 20 lengths better than a Samsung Galaxy sitting two, two inches from your face, and it is a fully immersive because you can actually move around, you can have controllers, there's a whole bunch of things. The thing did you, is, did you play? You know, last week we were at the um, Christmas in August mm, thing, uh, the Tex One Hundred mm, event. They had once there. Yeah. Did you have you played that game? Kitchen? Yeah, I played the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I played it at Sony, and it, did, I didn't how did like you it. how did you go with that one? I was, I, I was able to were withstand the attack from the scared? bloody weird zombie, but I hated it. <laughs> hated it. I thought it was pretty. I cool. don't like horror. It's frightening. It, I don't it, like it is really. Uh, it is literally a game changer. This is going to be mm. incredible. So we both think it's a game changer. It is, it's unbelievable. It's only five forty nine. You've all you got to do is have a PlayStation and then uh, the PlayStation camera as well. So what they're doing is they're bringing it to Westfield shopping centres. So Westfield Southland, Knox in Victoria, Belconnen in ACT, Parramatta, Bondi, Chatswood, Hornsby in uh, New South Wales, and then Garden City in Queensland over a two days or, or four. Some in some cases like weekends, basically. But it's um, gonna it's gonna start in I think early September, tenth of September. Yep. But th- don't forget this. It's launched. In on the thirteenth of October, so That's they're right. going to they're going to have previews before it comes out, and then it, yeah. they're also going to have it on display after it comes out. Yeah, so it kind of moves around, um, and and you need if you want to really get involved, you probably need to set a um, set a uh, a diary note in your uh, and you can book a kind of appointment. Yep. So you need to do that because it is honestly. Yeah. It's worth trying. Absolutely. It's worth, it's sitting, worth queuing up it's for. It's worth queuing up yeah, for is what I was going to say. Yes, yeah, definitely. Highly recommended. The PlayStation VR experience will be at Westfield Shopping Centres. Um, you can read those dates at eftm.com.au. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, and the Arlo Ranger smart home security cameras are the little little ones that can keep an eye on your home, whether it's indoors, outdoors, whether it's hardwired with the Arlo Q that gives you sound, it gives you continuous recording, or whether it's the completely 100% wire-free Arlo cameras. The Arlo range of smart home security cameras is fantastic and available from all good retailers. Netgear is behind it all, and uh, you should check them out. Our reviews are on our websites. We've both reviewed them and had great praise for them. I've got them set up around my home. We have a queue pointing right at us right, right at now. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> um, Creepy. Check them out. JD Hi-Fi and other retailers and netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, I saw a tweet um, earlier this week, and it was, um, it was something along the lines of, is Facebook's... <laughs> Friend suggestions getting creepy, or is it just me? Now I replied, "Sorry, did it recommend me?" But, <laughs> but the response was, "No." Get this: had a car accident. Who not did? me, the person on Twitter. Yeah. Had a car accident, and the and the person who hit me, I put their number in my phone, and it recommended them on Facebook as a friend the next day. What? And I said, "Well, what you got to do here is you got to take appreciate- your number out of Facebook." No. Facebook, the app on your Android and iOS phones, has a little tick box op- option called Contacts Upload. Uh-huh. And when you add someone to your phone, it sends it up to Facebook servers. Facebook then goes, oh, that phone number is Stephen. He's got a Facebook account. I'll recommend that Stephen and Trevor connect as friends on Facebook. Okay. So it doesn't but, matter but, whether but it's... if my your- phone number's not on Facebook... No, no, no. Then... 
Oh, if you've if you've got a Facebook account, but I don't know, I don't have my my phone number on there. Though. Oh, it could be your email address, Stephen. Yeah. You're missing the point. Okay, Facebook is using the contact information on your phone, yeah. which you've which you've approved it. if you've ticked the box. Yes, and uploading yeah. it to Facebook. Yeah. No, but it's by default it's ticked. This is the thing, right? Uh-huh. Most people don't know this is ticked by so default. So it's it's that they they put you in and you then you go there opt now. Out. I've have... got there's a link on my website. You go there now and it shows you all the contacts that they've got. There could be so you got to do it through the them. browser, or can you do it through the the mobile app? Well, let's do it off 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 air, Stephen. But okay. you can do, <laughs> you can do it through the app, and you can do it through the browser. You got to do it through the app to turn off contact uploads, and then uh, you've got to go into your browser and delete all the existing contacts. Now, see, here's the thing: it's not always creepy because it's good when you meet someone new. You want to want to connect with them, sure. But if you add your, you're talking about Facebook or Tinder. What are you talking Hello? about? Hello. <laughs> if you add your painter. Your your plumber plumber or yeah. some other bloody person. I'd love to keep up with what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, so honestly, I think I'm yeah. at I'm at peak friends in terms of actual yeah. people that I know on Facebook. I don't need it uploading my contacts from my phone up into the cloud so yeah. that Facebook can work out who to recommend to me. I'm okay with the algorithm of Facebook going. You know Have what? People accepted you on that in that. On, well, I don't, you, don't, like you never know how people have found you. It's okay. just one of the ways that Facebook so, like, recommends someone people. Someone you've given a business card to maybe and suddenly they're, they're asking you to be a Facebook friend? That, that's, that, that's another good reason happened? why you're right. You, they should, you should remove your phone number because that would, that would hopefully on isolate fa- if you. If it's on Facebook. Although if you've, no, if you've given someone your business card, it says Trevor Long on it, yeah, they're going to look you up. Well, on you Facebook. You can't find me on Facebook using that name. All uh, right, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've got to, I've got to, now that we're talking about Facebook, okay, yeah. you know how they have the memories every day, the memories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it says you've got shared Every memories. week you've got every, a memory with me. Every Stephen. week. Oh, every yeah. day I've got a memory with you. Oh. Do you get the same with me? Yeah. Oh, there yeah, you go. Because yeah, yeah. always, I always include podcast, you in the podcast yeah, exactly. updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's romantic. Yeah, oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. I get more memories with you than with my own wife and probably vice versa. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Have, right? you seen, have you had one of those memories where it says you've been friends for 10 years and it's like, yeah, we've been married for 12. <laughs> um, thanks very much. And, and, then, and then the memories are shit. Yeah. Like they're the worst memories you could possibly pull out and revisit. Yeah. Oh, anyway. And then if you want to publicise the fact, like it gives you the option of creating this little little slideshow and it's mm. like little record, sorry, record, Uncle Trev swore then like a little record player. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a fan of the memories, yeah, me the, the self curated friendship memories. Anyway, if you get creeped out by the friend recommendations. You're never going to avoid them entirely because Facebook will always yeah. go, um, Stephen knows Joe, Trevor knows Stephen, maybe he wants to know Joe, right? Yeah. It'll always recommend kind are of you, six degrees of separation. Are you a friend with my wife I don't believe I am, no. I I'm not friends with your wife either okay. on Facebook. Is that okay. the way we're leaving it? <laughs> <laughs> are we making it I'm, as a I'm not, so I'm not saying that. I'm just stating a fact. I'm not, not there's anything I'm not, wrong with I'm that. Not, <laughs> I'm not your wife's friend on Facebook and – I'll leave the rest up to you. Is that crossing the line? The bloke, is that crossing the bloke's line? Like, I, don't I don't need know. to know what your wife's doing. Just like, I don't know whether you're interested in you You'll be seeing a Dalmatians and stuff anyway. I've so. seen other of those bloody things. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know what the bloke code is there. You see the witty banter, don't you, from my wife and I in our comments sometimes? You some, know, we sometimes, have, yeah, I do. I do maybe you're missing that. out on some of the good stuff. She bags me heavily on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You'd probably enjoy it, actually. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, she goes pretty hard mate, and strong I, against I me. I get enough of that here, mate. I don't yeah. need any more. So if you. we agree the bloke's code doesn't allow you to friend well, your mate's I, wife. I never said that. I just said at the moment, and I, I am not, have no intention of becoming Amanda's friend on Facebook. I hear enough about it from you, so it's all good. Oh, and you hear all the good stuff too. (laughs) 
Well, look, that's she all, was really that's happy with me not coming home this morning. That's, that's all I'm prepared to say. Okay. <laughs> if you've got your thoughts on the friend code and the, the bloke code in terms of should you friend your wife on Facebook? Um, yeah, well, your should wife, you friend your mate's your wife, mate's wife on, on Facebook. Facebook? We'd be happy to hear where about does it on that. Twitter. Where do you draw the line? Zigzaggy. Like, what's, what's the etiquette? Now, seriously, this is this is a a topic for society now. Like we're so, for society. So we're, we're, we're a very social. I might bring it up on Sunday. We're on very TV. social society. Like, where do we stop? Like. It's okay, like you know, all, all people. I'm sure. Ce- the I'm sure celebrities all get friend requests, and and yeah, you know, they have their fan pages, and yeah, you know, they you'd be you'd, you'd be knocking back friend requests all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, just so, all the time. So uh, I don't know. I think it's but but it like, for example, like one good great example is: should you be your boss's friend on Facebook? No. Should you friend your boss? No. Because I've had that's... employees of mine friend me, and I've gone, "You're an idiot." And there's now been I know everything. this is we're still while we're still talking about Facebook. Yeah. It, there, there's been uh, reports where uh, schools have stepped in and prevented teachers friending students on Facebook as well. Which I, which where do you draw the line there? Are, are they your teacher? Are they your friend? But do you... we digress heavily. But here's here's where the world of education needs to change. And not education schools, but around Facebook, because there are great ways of engaging with those people. Like you have groups set up. So we have yeah. groups for the the, the PNC at school. So. Yeah. The, the teachers and parents That's can all handy, communicate yeah. there, but don't yeah. have to friend each other. Just have that conversation there. Yeah. Unfortunately, too many people just hit friend, friend, friend on everyone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. But I like those buddy. closed groups where you know, you're, <laughs> right. you're like, I think, were you were you in the drone group at one yeah. point? I think I you created put, one. I think you put me in it, yeah. and, and, and I was just getting too many messages out of it, oh, so I, I quietly uh, I quietly exited. exited the back oh. door, yeah. Wow. I don't receive any of those updates. Not that you do a lot. No, but I turn off the updates often yeah, on those yeah, things. Okay. I don't leave the groups. How rude is that? Talk about the mate code. I'm probably, no, no, tell no. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll correct myself. I haven't left the group. I've just turned off notifications. That's right, which is a much smarter I've turned thing off notifications. notifications yes. on. Yeah. Like we, we're both, I think, members of groups around technology. Yes. Um, they, they, the, the notifications, of people, gone. Off. Because yes. it's just insane. Yes, Some real it nerdy is. people out there in the world. Anyway, we'd That's our chat about Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Chat about the bloke code. Well, and what's if you the want bloke to, code? If you want to talk about Facebook with us, go to Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At Trevor Long <laughs> and at Stephen Fennick. That's correct. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. You know I'm a fan of uh, home theatre, Trevor. Are you? you? You may have noticed. But, really? Um, How would I have noticed such a thing, Stephen? Uh, look, oh, well, Could it be have the, have a look the palatial reclining <laughs> seats and the two? 250-inch screen that we're sitting behind? <laughs> I wish it was 250. How big is that? It's 150. Not that size matters? Yeah, that's right. I wanted, I wanted bigger, but my wife said no. Mine's only about 110. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. But my friend, your the, wife creation, <laughs> the creation of a home theatre is something that people want to enjoy. They want to enjoy a cinematic experience at home as best they can. And look, not everyone is interested in setting up a dedicated room and wiring speakers and doing all of that. I've but there never are, seen Joe there are, you know, we do enjoy the room together. We watch movies a lot. <laughs> but there are ways where, uh, and Samsung has just released a great audio product, a home cinema product that allows you to set it up pretty easily, but enjoy surprisingly good quality. And their their latest is a sound bar that is actually uh, compatible with the new Dolby Atmos technology. Atmos is where there's your normal 5.1. So you got you got your front left, front right, centre, rears. There's your five. The point one is your subwoofer. subwoofer. The 0.4 are the two are the speakers from that are on the ceiling. 
But in this case, if you wanted to go that way with a dedicated theatre, you'd need speakers on the ceiling to fire down on. on the viewers. What's going on here? There are no such thing. Well, I don't have them. This system is a, this system is a, this system is an atmos. Although my my side surrounds are high enough to for, to for the sound to come down anyway. Mm. So anyway, feels but, a little bit ripped off now. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm really impressed with is this Sony have got a sound bar with a wireless subwoofer and wireless rear speakers that incorporate Atmos. And how they do it is they have their normal surrounds speakers. So the sound bar controls front, left, and center speakers. The two rears give you the, 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 the rear surround speakers. The subwoofer does its trick. But from the sound bar and from the rear speakers are two, uh, four speakers in total that fire up to the ceiling and reflect the sound back on the viewer. So it creates this multi-dimensional effect mm. that if you go in, in some cinemas, they have it. I think the, the big the, the event cinemas in the city have Atmos theatres uh, and films are released and advertised as being Atmos so you can enjoy that added multi-dimensional sound. And the demo, I, I heard this... Uh, they had a set up at the the QT hotel, and was watching movies and and all the, all the different uh, sound clips and and film clips, and the the difference between the normal and then switching over to Atmos was amazing. And you could hear helicopters flying overhead, all these all these ambient sounds are in the forest, and all these different effects that were generated through the soundbar and without any other preparation or any other wiring, but setting up the as you normally would. Mm. The uh, and the thing with this is Sa- the Samsung they tuned this and tested this at their audio labs in Valencia, just outside of LA, which I've been to. I've been to that audio lab, <clears throat> really impressive, and and the sound quality through through that is is remarkable. It's going to be out in the next few weeks. So rather than installing speakers and snaking cables, the rear speakers are wireless, subwoofers wireless, very easy to set up. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be over two thousand dollars. Haven't given an exact price, but for what you get and the sound quality you get and the ease with which you can set it up, I think it's a pretty good deal if you want to really add to the experience of watching something. Especially if you've got a good quality TV, you might be watching four K content. There is a four K pass through on this as well, so you can connect your four K Blu Ray player and it'll then come through to the television as well. Uh, I think it's worth having a look at if you want to set up this experience in your home that cinematic experience can be done and it's you know it's amazing what you can do with just a sound bar essentially the yeah. way they bounce sound around the place it's pretty stunning it's stuff. the hwk 950 oh, we're all waiting for that soon. yeah mm. but it is uh, dolby atmos uh and <clears throat> i've heard it and it really really surprised me how of the quality you can get check it out at techguide.com.au All right, Stephen. Now, for those of us who are a little bit unsure of the whole tap-and-go safety and security and, more importantly, travellers. Yes. Like, when you travel overseas, you think about, like, Barcelona being the pickpocket capital of the world. You don't think they're going to start to, you know, wise up with technology, so they're going to start doing skimming? Yeah. You've got a product that can help with that. Yeah, the product is called Travel Guard, and it, it, it sort of taps into the you – know, we've heard of tap-and-go technology, PayWave. So that technology has being exploited by criminals who want to set up their own scanners that can, can – come near you and scan your credit card as if you're making a purchase and they can obtain your information, your credit card number, your transactions, your expiry date can all be captured 
through these credit card skimmers. And from a distance of up to 20 metres away, they can get this. And it's silent. You don't even know it's happening. The next thing you know, if you have been skimmed, you're going to see money being stripped out of your out of your account or p- uh, potential identity theft because the, the, the information they can get can form parts of that 100 points of ID to create an identity. So what Travel Guard does, it's a card that sits inside your wallet and it forms this e-field that is powered when it detects a skimming device. So there's no need to charge it. There's no battery on board. It's powered through a skimming signal. So to the, the example, I'll put a little video on Tech Guide. So or just to demonstrate how it would work, there is a little terminal. So with a my credit card, I can put that up to the terminal and it'll beep as if I've made a transaction. Now, I've put the travel card the, the card on top of my credit card, credit card facing the terminal, by the way, put it on the against the terminal and it blocked the, the, scan, the scan. It blocked that skim. It thought it was a skim and it blocked it by creating that e-field. So by it sitting inside your wallet, it can protect all of the cards in your wallet or your purse, whatever you're carrying. But the other thing to point out here is that they can skim not just credit cards, they can even skim your passport because there's a little chip inside it. They can get that information. And here's another frightening thing. They can also skim and replicate hotel room keys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's you think of a criminal sitting in the lobby of a hotel. Yeah. People are walking out through the, through the lobby. They're, they're skimming. They're, they're getting all this hotel room card information, create their own, can go up to all the rooms and let themselves in. So Travel Guard can help you stop against that. They've also got passport-sized wallets that incorporate that technology. So rather than having to buy a card and put it in your wallet, this wallet actually has it built in. There's also a smaller wallet and purse as well that you can buy that can fit six credit cards. But I think yeah, then it's not cheap. It's thirty nine ninety five for a Travel Guard. I think the passport wallet's the same price, and and so is the purse. But you think about that this this threat and how. If it occur, if it happens to you, you're going to lose a lot more than thirty nine ninety five. I think worth checking out. The travel guard fits in your wallet like another credit card, so it's not really too obtrusive. You don't have to worry about charging it. As long as you got it in there, you're going to be protected. Lock and load. Check it out at techguide.com.au. And finally, mate, a nice little three in one power bank. Yeah, well, you, you think about uh, what what is, people carry around bulky batteries to recharge their smartphones. It's the size of their phone. It's like carrying around a second phone. What the Cold Charge does, it's a three-in-one product. One of the main features of the product is the fact that it's a battery. It's got a 1,000 milliamp-hour battery, but it's about the size of a car key, like a car, you know, like a normal uh, uh, unlocking the alarm, the alarm key. Yeah, yeah. It's about that size. So. In that little package is a hundred is a thousand milliamp hour battery that can maybe get you almost up to halfway charged again. Fits on your key ring, so convenient enough to carry around with you everywhere. There's a version for the iPhone and iPad, and also a version for Android and Windows phones. Uh, I think it's thirty five dollars. Well, the other the other part key, of it, there is there is a a USB uh, port as well on top of the device, and that actually unfolds and becomes a cable. So you can use that as a charge cable 
or as a data cable. So you might want to connect that end to the computer and the other end to your phone, and you can transfer data. You can just use it to, as a charging cable. You want to connect it to a PowerPoint or whatever. Yeah. Then that, there's that as well. That, that's, that's where the three-in-one comes from. There are pictures of, uh, of it connected to my computer there, uh, and you can see from the images on uh, on my my story on Tech Guide that it's it huge. literally fits in the palm of your yeah, hand. You've got man hands. <laughs> the Cold Charge three-in-one. It's thirty-five dollars for the micro SD version, which is for the uh, micro USB version for Android Windows. But also, it's thirty-seven ninety-five for the Lightning connector. Check it out at TechGuide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, it's been wonderful sitting here Thank with you. you in the Tech Guide <laughs> Theatre, um, and that's it. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a great day. It's been. A big, I've enjoyed doing the podcast it's today. Been Trevor. Awesome. So uh, lovely one of our best, company. I think. Do you think? Yeah, it's I up there. Know, it's up it there. Four stars. <laughs> four star out of five. Yeah. Well, that's not out of ten. That's not out of ten. Jeez, you're a hard marker. But we'd appreciate your five stars and your reviews. Absolutely um, on iTunes. On iTunes, they'd totally. be greatly appreciated. Help yeah. other people find it. Episode two sixty seven in the can. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. We'll talk to you next week. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen.